Hey everybody, welcome to Best Show Best. This is the best of the best show, the new version of the best show. And for people who don't know, the best show takes place each and every Tuesday night from 9 p.m. till midnight over at thebestshow.net. And if you uh, are new to the program, these are little bite-sized greatest hits samples of what we do every week. So check this out, and if you want more, you can listen to the full three-hour extravaganza and check it out. And if you want to support The Best Show, the way to do that is to uh, download the episodes and to give us reviews on iTunes and to tell people that the show is back and that you like it. So please check out this new episode of Best Show Bests. Best Show, you're on the air. Oh, crazy night, huh? Oh, man. Th- you you said it, brother. Oh, man, my heart goes out to you. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we sorted through it. I appreciate uh, Pat and Jason and uh, Martine were working hard on all the stuff, so th- thank you to them for sorting it out. Um, I'll tell you, man. It's it's that thing that that everyone talks about, and it's not you know it's I think there's something to it. This this Mercury retrofit. Mm-hmm. Mercury ret what? Mercury retrofit. It's when I guess like the planet Mercury mm-hmm. gets too close to Earth's orbit. Okay. And I guess it shoots some stuff at us. Yeah, I think that's Mercury. It's retrograde, probably. Retrofit sounds like something else. Oh, I don't know. Oh, hey, speaking of space, mm-hmm. you see the Martian? I did not see the Martian yet. I saw it last night. Did you like it? I liked it, but there was too much math in it. Uh huh. Too much what? Math. Math. A lot of math and science talk, which I just, you know, I couldn't follow really. Do you glaze over when they get I into that? I kind of glazed. It, it was like getting a verbal back rub. Uh huh. Yeah. So, but you, did you like other parts of it? I did like it. Yeah, I liked especially when. Uh, is it Matt Damon or, or or is it the is it the other guy? Oh, that was Matt Damon. You wait. It you saw Matt the Damon. you saw I, the movie. Never, pardon me. You saw the movie and you weren't sure if it was Matt Damon or Ben Affleck. No, it's the other guy. I'm never sure of. Um, who's the guy that was in the movie that everybody hated that did so well about that? Like a little creature. The movie about a little creature. He's like a he's like a stocky guy too. Oh, uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg, yes. Okay. I'm never sure which guy who looks like a, a college wrestler on his way to regionals is in these movies now. Uh, it's hard. Yeah. To, it, I can see that. It is hard to tell these 5'8", <laughs> these 5'8", these college, like, guys in their 40s who look like they're teenage college wrestlers. I swear at one point... Damon is wearing that wrestling headgear. Really? It's supposed to be like a like a space outfit, but uh-huh. it's those it's those ear things. But I know it is. But he's not wearing like a singlet, is he? He is. Yes. He's he's actually wearing a wrestling singlet in he the is. Martian. He is. And he's stretching at one point. <laughs> very interesting. Very like interesting. Like he's getting ready for a match. He is. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think. And at one point, he drinks one of those uh, those rocky egg uh, shakes. Really? Yes. He Crack, cracks him open. Uh, so he drinks. But does it like so like a zero gravity egg thing? Does he have to like scoop the eggs? Are the eggs floating through space? They are. Yes. Yeah. It's it's quite a scene. It's, it's great. Uh-huh. It's it's cinematic to the utmost. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Well, hey, I'm watching this uh, the, the, this debate, uh-huh. the Democratic debate. Yeah, yeah. How's that going? I've never heard Bernie Sanders speak before. Uh-huh. I've never heard his voice. Yeah. It, he sounds like Larry David doing uh, doing Steinbrenner. <laughs> you mean Don't like... hungry! What's that? Don't eat hungry! Wow. So I didn't know he says that? Yeah, when he'd be like, you mean when he'd be behind. Give me that Parmesan, Georgie! <laughs> so that's, that could be our next president. Yes. Could sound, usually you're not supposed to have the impression figured out that early on a guy like that. It's true, yeah, yeah. I bet SNL brings Larry David in to do him and they add him as a featured player. For the current season? Yes, oh yeah, yeah. Wow, that's a that's an interesting proposition. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. Hmm. You see the flaming lips on there last week with uh, with Miley Cyrus. Yeah, that's the most I've ever seen Wayne Coyne hang in the background. Yeah, you'd think you'd think he was scared or something. Like it was like I I, I thought there he might have been wearing some sort of like electric dog collar, like a like an electric fence that stopped him from going all the way to the front. Of the I stage? wouldn't doubt that. That's what it looked like. It's a great observation, Tom. Oh, oh thank you. I don't even know who you are. But... I wasn't being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you know, you you sound so you're you're okay. I thought you were giving me the business. Wait, it there. sounds like you're being sarcastic. Man. No, I'm not. I'm not being sarcastic at all. You can't talk to me like that. Wait, hey, well, I'm not. I don't know why you're escalating it. I'm. You escalated it. I didn't escalate it. You will not talk to me like that. <laughs> Oh, why? Why can't I talk to you like that? Because I'm a champion. I'm Dick Norton. What? Wait, what's that? I'm Dick Norton. Dick Norton. Yes. Dick. Who is Dick Norton? Oh, just the only professional athlete to earn championship rings in three different professional sports. That's all. You've received championship Nobody's ever gotten championship rings for three different pro sports. I have. You have. Oh, yeah. Really? What sports? Uh, basketball, baseball, and hockey. Why? No. The, wait, hold on. This is insane. What? What is your name again? Dick Norton? Yes. Hold on. I got I to gotta search this. I got my first ring with the champion 84 Celtics. Okay. Okay, here it is, Dick Norton. Okay, now I I remember you now. Yeah, Dick Norton. Not so glib and disrespectful now, are we, son? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you, if anyone was a candidate for my seminar, it's your ass. What? For your seminar? Yeah. What is your seminar? Dick Norton's The Champion's Way with Dick Norton. Dick Norton's The Champion's Way with Dick Norton? Yes, yeah. What, what is that? Well, it's a success-based seminar where I impart my championship wisdom unto non-champions in an effort for them to realize their championship potential. Uh-huh. Well, Dick, I got to say, I'm a, I'm a pretty big uh, NBA fan, uh, and I'm, I'm thinking back to that 84 team when you played with the Celtics. Okay, son. Uh huh. And I, if I remember correctly, you did not play uh, 
you you almost never played, right? Oh, well, you know, C- Coach Jones used me very sparingly for the greatest possible effect, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for sure. Spare, how sparingly? Like, how often, that year, how often did you play? Uh, 32. Oh, so you played 32 games? That's not that sparingly. That's actually pretty good. No, 32 seconds. <laughs> Wait. In you played thirty two seconds. But you yeah. almost and how many seasons? Uh altogether two. Two. Yeah. Yeah, by the end of the first season I was wearing like street clothes under my sweatsuit. And so I would just whip it off and then I I'd head to JoJo's this bar that I'd hold court at. Mm-hmm. You know, and just, just kind of you know go wild there. But then some people started to not believe I was even on the team, so I started wearing my sweats to JoJo's. Uh huh. Yeah, I take the sweats off and then I walk around the bar in my game uniform. Okay. Yeah, I got so many free drinks from that, as well as endless minutes of behind the jukebox fun. Behind the jukebox fun. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh, I. I think I do. That's oh the... yeah. You got to get back there sometime. Behind the jukebox. Yeah. So when you do these seminars, what are you teaching at one of your seminars? Because it, it it kind of I don't know how it could be about contributing to uh, like a a winning team or or participating. You know, actually participating on a winning team. Oh, it's not. Wait, it's it's not. So what are you teaching then? Well, I teach a landmark technique called success through psychic manipulation, confidence erosion, and ego devastation. Psychic manipulation. What was it? Confidence erosion? Yeah. And what was the other one? Ego devastation. Well, that, that sounds terrible. What, what, what is that? Those, what, what is that? What are those well, three things? I can certainly nutshell it for you if you'd like. Mm. I, I would like you to nutshell it for me, Dick. Well, here's what you do. For, you, you plant seeds in the minds of your teammates or, or, or your coworkers, you know, if you're a, if you're a cubicle zero. You know, the, if, those if you're, people... If you're a what? It, a cubicle zero. A cubicle zero? Yeah. What is that? Well, it's like a, it's like a drone. Okay. You know, someone who's making no difference in, in, in any form of, uh, in, in in any aspect of, of everyday life. Oh, wow. That's a little, that's mean. I didn't make it up. Uh, okay. But so, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, Dick. Anyway, you plant these seeds in, in, in the minds of those who you know are better than you. Mm-hmm. You know, you plant these seeds that everybody hates them. Mm-hmm. Or that you know that they know deep down inside that they're a total failure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And eventually they crumble under the constant negative reinforcement. Uh-huh. And these mind games that you play on them, that they eventually quit or get fired. And then you reap the benefits. Uh-huh. Oh, so it's it's basically some form of, uh, like, psych- psychological torture. Well, yeah. But th- that phrase just has a very unmarketable ring to it, don't you think? Yeah. Oh, I think psychological torture has an unmarketable ring to it, sure. See, I just said that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I, I, I was agreeing with you, Dick. Okay. Uh-huh. So these are techniques you've used in your actual career? Oh, yes. Yeah, take the Celtics, for example. I had just enough talent to get on that team, just barely. Mm-hmm. 
was down to me and this other player, Milt Ramsey, mm-hmm. as to who was going to get that final spot on the bench. Okay. So I kept telling Milt that I thought he was great, but that Coach Jones thought he was fat and that he actually might be mentally challenged. Oh, God. Well, but of course, back then, we had a much funnier way of saying that before the PC thought police came to town. Oh, oh, a funnier way of saying it. Yeah. 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 Uh Oh, and also, I was lining his shorts and his sneakers with fishing weights. So he was getting slower and slower as as, as the days went by. Uh-huh. And the other guys started calling him Kareem Abdul Just Sunday Bar. That's, that's I actually other... made it up and I, I fed it to the other guy. Oh, so you started You got to call him this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. So, okay. So anyway, old Milt turned in his uniform soon after, and he ended up selling ice cream outside a women's prison. Uh-huh. A, no, a noble endeavor, if ever there, there was one, uh-huh. don't you think? Oh, well, I think what I think of selling ice cream outside a women's prison is, is that that seems fine. But what you did sounds pretty, uh, pretty bizarre and uh, borderline psychopathic. Actually. Wait, what? No! It's a perfect example of survival of the fittest. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Wait, d- hey, hey, Dick? Yes? You, sa- what, you said you, you, basketball, you got your, your championship. What, but you said you got one in baseball also? Oh, yes, son. I played on the 1990 Cincinnati Reds championship team. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, hold on. Got to look at the 90 Reds. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here, too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals because I don't smell them. Okay. Um, I don't see in this team picture. Keep looking. Hey, you're not here. Wait, is that you in the last row? Is that you in the official team picture? Yeah. Are you wearing, you're the only guy wearing sunglasses? Yeah, that's me. Uh-huh. You see, our manager, Lou Pinella. Yeah. He was livid with me that day. And I told him, you know, well, it's either the sunglasses or everybody sees both my black eyes. Uh-huh. You had two black eyes. I did, yeah. How, how did you get two black eyes? I got into a huge fight that morning with Ron Dibble. Uh-huh. He was one of the other guys on the team. Yeah. Yeah, he double-eye-batted me. He double-eye-batted you. Yeah, it's okay. exactly what you think it is. Yeah, yeah. What do you think it is? I think he, he used a bat to give you two black eyes. See, I told you you knew what it was. Mm-hmm. Well, I figured it out. It's not like oh, okay. it's a thing. Well, anyway, he was accusing me of blackmailing my aunt Marge Schott into letting me be on the team. Uh-huh. Oh, so Marge Schott, who was the owner of the of the Reds, yes. you were her nephew. 
What is this, an inquisition? Well, no, I mean, you just said it was your aunt. I'm just answering... I'm asking you a simple question based on something you said. Can, well, I mean, why can't you just answer that very simple question? All right, look. Yes, yeah, she, she was my daddy's sister uh-huh. and, and a true patriot who we could all learn something from. Uh-huh. These, these candidates could learn from her. Okay. Yeah. And you were accused of blackmailing her? It wasn't blackmail. Uh-huh. It was Norton mail. What is Norton Mail? Well, in that case, Norton Mail took the form of me telling her that nobody would ever love her like I love her. That everybody but me hated her and thought she was a vile piece of street trash with no hope of ever being taken seriously. Mm -hmm. And before you knew it, I was a red. (laughs) Oh, God. So you didn't even earn your spot on that team. Did sure you, I did. Did you did you play? Oh yeah. Yeah, they called me Mr. Top of the Ninth. Mr. Top of the Ninth. Why yeah. why did they call you Mr. Top of the Ninth? Because Coach Penelon would put me in left field when we were having no What what was that? Because Coach Pinello would put me in left field when we were ahead by no less than eight runs at the top of the ninth uh-huh. inning. Why? <laughs> eight runs. Yes. Uh-huh. How many times did that happen? Oh, God. At least once. Once? Yeah. Once. That is that is hilarious. Maybe you're hilarious to uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. it's laughable, Dick. Maybe you're laughable. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay, well, I got to say, Dick, you got no right to... I don't like how you said my name just then. Well, it's your name. Well, you said it in such a way that you, know, you had a little, it had a little heft to it, a little girth. Uh-huh. I didn't like. I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't like. Oh, okay. I'm not sure what that is, but... I didn't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. No. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know who, who, says, who said stuff like that? Who? Do you remember that movie, Christine? Christine, about the, the, car? the car? Yeah. Do you remember? Um, I don't know if I can say this this word, this name on the air. Can I? Well, g- give me a hint on what it is. Well, it, it was it was a name that, that one of the characters called the lead character. His name was Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you but, can't say but he it. Made, he, he added a no. letter to the middle yeah, of I'm it. Yeah, pretty. It's not. <laughs> no, you can't say that. You okay, can't well, say anyway. that, Dick. The, the the person who said something uh-huh. in this vein was the 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 guy that was the bully who said that the guy that bullied Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Remember him? He was playing an eighteen year old, but the actor was obviously forty. Keith Gordon. Is that his name? Yeah, he had a receding hairline. It was like a a, a senior in high school who was dealing with male pattern baldness. No, I'm talking about, well, that's that. I'm talking about the bully. Oh, the bully. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry, Dick. I didn't know who you're talking about. Oh, you anger me so much. Okay. Well, I'm tr- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh. Okay. Calm down. Calm down, Dick. Oh. I don't like that at all. <laughs> you know, well, I got to say, you have no right to impart any sort of championship knowledge or advice to anyone. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, tell that to my students, Uh several of whom are enjoying huge success in the business world as we speak. Really? 
Like, yes. who, like who? Oh, off the top of my head, uh, Martin Screlly, uh, Jacob Owens, and Jared Rutledge are just a, a few of the champions of business. I've helped become champions of mm-hmm. bu- business. Okay, Martin Screlly, that's the guy who, that, that creep who ups the price of AIDS medicine uh, from like 13 bucks to like $750 a pill. Mm. And those other two guys... Are the, those are those two dirtbags that were in the news a few weeks ago. Oh, they were? Yeah. Oh, how wonderful. I told you I breed champions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they were the guys. They own a coffee shop in, like, North Carolina, and they got busted for doing, like, a really kind of vicious podcast and blog about, like, their their, like, sexual exploits. Well, look, what the champions do with the championship knowledge I impart, it, it, it's not my responsibility at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, okay, so so basically you're telling people like how, if you teach them how to build a bomb and then you're like, well, I can't help what you do with the bomb you built. You know, oh, I've done doing... that too. What's that? I've done that too. <laughs> You've done... I, I've, taught, I've taught students how to build bombs and then <laughs> you know, stuff, something went awry and I was out the door. Uh, in your bomb building class, it's a side class I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Bomb. We don't need to advertise that though, right now. Well, <laughs> I don't want to advertise it at all. Oh well. Uh, I gotta say, you are a complete failure as a human, and uh, I do a thing on the show called the Hate Pit, and I'm gonna drop you in it in a couple minutes. But what? Uh, before I do that, I would like to ask you. How on earth do you have your third championship uh, ring? You said you have one for hockey? Yes, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Well, when I joined the Carolina Hurricanes in uh, 2006, Mm -hmm. I... How how old have you played for the the, the, the Boston Celtics in 84, and then you just joined a hockey team in 2006? How old are you? How like how old were you when you did this? Oh, then uh, forty four. Uh-huh. Why? Because that is very old for a hockey player. That's like way older. Hold on a second. I gotta look up the. You said the two thousand six Hurricanes. That's right. Oh my god! What was that? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the like a robot. You got a robot over there? Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh huh. You're not even in this team picture. Oh yeah, that's probably because I was sweeping up then. Uh huh. You were what? I was sweeping up. Sweeping up. What do you mean by yeah. sweeping up? Well, you know how t- how some teams have a player coach. Mm-hmm. Like like Craig T. Nelson in that film Slapshot. Mm-hmm. Well, I was the league's only player custodian. <laughs> player custodian. Yeah. What, what does that mean? Well, I was already a custodian at the arena in 2006. Okay. But then I worked out a deal with general manager Rutherford. Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of deal did you work out? Well, here's how it went. I got to be on the Hurricanes, who were basically a week away from winning the title. And in exchange, I didn't tell the authorities that I saw him slap a young fan in the face after a game. Mm-hmm. And you saw him do that? 
Well, by the time I was done with a round of Dick Norton's championship gaslighting, he sure did. Uh huh. So, gaslight. So you get you convinced him that he slapped a kid, even though he didn't. Tom, the power of suggestion is a wonderful tool in the champion's quest for championship glory. Uh huh. Well, this is nuts. You you should be behind bars. You should be locked up. Really? Yeah. Actually, from what I hear. Mm-hmm. It's you who should be locked up. <laughs> Me? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, everyone thinks you're some kind of unhinged, subatomic, hulking, gorillatic doodle bop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all say you need real psychological help, real bad. Mm-hmm. That you're a real detriment to podcasting. Okay, well, I see what you're doing here. You're trying to gaslight me right now. It's not Me? Gonna... Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. No, look, I think you're great. Uh-huh. It's just that um, you know, I was talking to Mike and Dudio earlier today. Okay. And, ah, nah, forget it, man. No, no, wait, wait, go. I want to hear this. What were you talking to them about? Well, I'm just, I'm just passing on what they said. Uh-huh. They think that, you know, you're really losing your touch. Yeah, you, you lost your edge, and you're nowhere near as funny as you used to be. Well, I mean, I can't believe they would look. It's, it's. I know. They, they, no, I tried to tell them you're great. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. You try to do a new show every. You know what I mean? You're trying to like work on stuff every week, and it's it's, it's hard. Yeah. Yeah, but like I said, I think you're awesome. You know, a, a, a true legend. But from what they said, the whole industry thinks it's over. It's over? You mean like the show? Yeah. Really? Yeah, you you in the entertainment business. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. That yeah, hit you're me. done. That hit me where it... Yeah, that got me. Well, look, maybe, maybe it is time. I don't know. Yeah, I know. Well, look, you know, I'd, I'd be glad to take over. For the show? Oh, wait. Hang on. Wait. What's that? Oh, that's Martin Screlly. Yeah? Was that yeah, a... Yeah, just pulled up. We're going to go shopping for gold mailboxes tonight. Uh-huh. Yeah. What was that? That was him honking his horn? It was, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Oh, something's wrong with that one. Hang on. Oh, what's going on with that one? Yeah, that second horn must be clogged with gold. <laughs> clogged with gold. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. His horns run on old liquid gold. Uh-huh. And sometimes the gold he uses is, is so thick with gold. Yeah. That, that it clogs the horns. Because there's so much gold. It is, yeah. So his car has... Um, only one and a half horns. Okay. One and a half horns. Mm-hmm. Horns. 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 Oh, he hung up. He hung up, Mike? Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I'm scared of that guy. That guy scares me. Dick Norton. 
Thanks again, everybody, for listening to Best Show Best. And I want to thank Martin DeGrell for uh, supervising the episodes. I want to thank Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Martine Sellis, Brendan McDonald, AP Mike, John Worcester, of course, and you. And once again, listen to The Best Show live each and every Tuesday night on your computer at thebestshow.net. Thanks so much. 